What's up, Safe House family? How are you guys today? <laughs> Hopefully you're doing great. Did I talk over the top of you? I don't think so. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, I think we're fine. Here we are, already messing up, not moving at the same pace. <laughs> <laughs> not moving at, I got a little ahead of you, didn't yes. I? Yes. Right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, our behavior, I think, is apropos for our discussion today. Absolutely. We're yeah. still talking about transitions, still talking about transitions. So first of all, all of you that are tuning in, first of all, thank you for the comments and the feedback. Um, we'd like you to continue to like, share, subscribe this video, um, let people know about what's going on in Safe House, whether they're you know on the path to being together, together, or they're even single and they're looking to learn a little bit more. There's nothing wrong uh, with them taking a peek at what we've got going on in Safe House. I think it benefits from some of our lessons learned mm-hmm. um, and some of Can the things. Can you believe that we're already on episode six? We're already oh, on episode six. We are moving you know? along. Come on. Yeah, yeah we're moving <laughs> along. We're moving along. We got a few subscribers and we, we got do. a few people reaching out. So we just thank you for that, our little channel, mm-hmm. um, as we continue to provide content and insight as God gives it as to God us. God gives it to us. We'll continue to pass it along and try to be a blessing to you. So still talking about transitions. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what? Pace. Ah, pacing. Pacing. I feel like I'm the slow boat in in pace in our relationship. You know, I like to go at a slow rate. You know, it's funny. I think we all can slow down and speed up at different points, right? I think, you know, sometimes I move fast. Other times I move slow. And sometimes, you you know, so what's that old song? It's old rap. Sometimes I move slow. Sometimes I move quick, right? (laughs) That's that's an old rap song, old Uh hip-hop song, right? Uh, All right, y'all Christians, don't send me to hell over that, right? That was from the 90s. Exactly. uh, So, yeah. Um, so let's, let's dig into this. So we're going to talk a little bit about pacing. Those of you that haven't checked us out in the past, free to check out, browse our YouTube channel, look at some of the previous episodes, very powerful episodes on, you know, understanding, you know, everybody has a plan until that's been one of our most popular episodes. My favorite um, one was celebrate. Yeah. And then celebration. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Understand yeah. what it's like to celebrate during a transition. Yeah. And this whole thing is really about getting from one place to another. So yeah, absolutely. So really, you know, what's the definition of transition? You know, what, what, what's the, what's the, um, the book definition of yeah. transition? So the book definition of transition is movement, mm-hmm. passage or change from one position, state, stage, subject concept to another. So the whole point is to wherever we're starting, we should now be someplace else. Hmm. So so de- so so definitionally, it's really about you know, we've talked about transition. We never really defined it, right? We right. talked about transition. I think everybody kind of understood, but just to sort of baseline it, we're going back and saying, okay, at the end of the day, transition is about moving from one place to another, yeah. right? Getting from one state to another. Mm-hmm. We're here and now we're trying to get there, right? So that's really the goal yeah. um, of, of any... And the reality is we're always changing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like I said, God created us where we naturally change, you know? Mm-hmm. We're still not babies anymore. You know, we as we get older, our bodies change, you know? So we're just created to, to naturally change anyway, mm-hmm. but there are some changes that that happen that we actually are involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was born with a beard, actually. 
No. I, I actually believe that, you know, because when we first started dating, I thought he was much older than what he was. Turned out that he wasn't. That's so a whole other story can, for another yeah, day. I it didn't, was, yeah. It was my first mass deception. Um, but you were so, still there, so it's, it's okay. My first, my first deception. Right. Right we, 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 we were able to move on from that. I'll say that. Thirty years later. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, um, you know, what I found interesting about pacing, and, and we're just going to do a quick sort of flyby of this because uh, later on in the series, we're going to invite on some very powerful people that have endured um, things when it comes to pacing. Yes. They, they've, they've transitioned several times, yeah. still going through several transitions, exactly. and uh, beginning to understand and really mature in the area of understanding what pacing means yeah. in their lives. So, um what was a good analogy for me, or at least as we studied this, is in racing. Um, you know, I'm not a NASCAR fan, I, but but you know, NASCAR came to Chicago not too long ago, it so did. I kind of got a little familiar with it. Uh, the pace car. There's a pace car that kind of sets the pace mm-hmm. for every car on the track before the race actually starts. And not only that, there's um, the flags. The flags are indicators to let the drivers know what stage we're in, and based upon that stage. That will control the pace of the race. Um, And at some point, the flag is green, and then the racers are then allowed to move at their own pace. But there's a series of other flags that kind of dictate the various paces within a race. Yeah. And I was going to say that's, and that's kind of like how our transitions go. Yeah. You know, our transition, you know, I feel like in every transition, there's always going to be the green flag because you have to start. Yeah. You have to be able to go the end result is the checkered flag yeah because you want to be able to cross the finish line okay it's the other flags that can present opportunities they can present challenges it really kind of dictates how fast we're going or how slow we're going you know so once again like you said all of you know the whole pacer car and just the idea of racing Mm -hmm. is a very good analogy on how we how we go through different transitions. So as Christians too, we we can really draw some parallels between uh, that and and just being in the kingdom. Our pacer car is the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, yes, our, he our, absolutely is. Our pacer is 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 God, is the Holy Spirit. He 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 dictates how we move mm-hmm. in our situations. And this there's scripture here too. Um, so you know, not going to go through the whole chapter and verse, but Solomon gives us some insight into God in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. And we're just going to read that first verse, but the whole chapter is yeah. about timing. You know, for mm-hmm. everything, there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Um, and it really describes to us how in life, or just even just moving in general, that there are times for different things. Yes. There are different places for different things. There are different seasons for different things. And, you know, even as the scripture describes everything and every matter. So it's not just every big thing because right. I think the sometimes we get confused when we look at a transition, we tend to look at the like you said the green flag, the go and the checkered flag where we want to go. Yeah. When really a transition is a series of transitions. It is a series of transitions. It's, it's not just one place to another, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's we have to start and we have to do some things here and then we conquer that. And then we go to another phase and then we conquer that and then we go to another phase. And then finally, at the end, after these series of phases, Mm -hmm. we've now reached uh, this destination. Yeah. I thought about, um, like I said, one of the things we probably haven't talked about is like the different types 
of transitions that we have to make. And so, um, like I said, I think about um, one of the, like in that, in Ecclesiastes, it talks about there's a time to be born and mm-hmm. there's a time to die. Mm-hmm. And so when, you know, we all celebrate when there's a birth, but then there's also this process that we have when somebody dies. And so there's this grief process mm-hmm. that that we have to go through. And so once again, that's a pace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, the person's dead and now we just move right on and we just forget about it. You know, everybody is different in in how they and how they grieve. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to give people room, you know, your spouse a room on on how they do it. So whether it's the death of a parent, a child or whatever, everybody everybody moves differently. Yes. And that that's that to me, that's one of those things where you know, we're not going to move the same, mm-hmm. but the goal is at some point we recognize that we still, that I have to move with you. Yeah. So even when your mom passed away yeah. or when yeah. my mom passed away, mm-hmm. we both had to figure out, okay, like I said, I'm grieving in my own way and you're grieving in your own way, right. but we still had to be cognizant of, okay, how can I help you? Right. How can I, you know, what can I do? to 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 make it better. And sometimes there isn't a place to make it better. But what you realize is as what the scripture says over time mm-hmm. it really does get better. I'm not crying as much. You know, I think one of the things we struggled with was walking past that empty room. Yeah, yeah. Both empty, empty rooms, right? Yeah. So with your mom, yeah. you know, eventually we cleaned it out. AJ moved in there and yeah. it became AJ's room. And that room, took me right? a year. Yeah, yeah, to that, do room, that. that room kind of stayed static like it did. but I can tell you right now, it's like with mom's room and especially with that I don't know who gave us that card with that little plaque. Mm-hmm. It's like every time I read that little thing, a tear comes yeah. up in my eye yeah. because it's like I still see that as her space, right? Yeah. So we still call it her space. Yeah, we don't yeah, even call it yeah, the guest room. Yeah, we say yeah. um grandma's room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so but yeah. but but still, you know, it's one of those things where over time it's become less painful. Yes. <laughs> you know, has. I'm not gonna say yeah. it's become easy. Right. But it's become less painful and the memories are more joyful yeah. than the memories of her decline and yeah. death. You know? I like what you said that 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 transition isn't you know, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, because once again, it's like we, we think that like, OK, like you said, but we're getting through it. We're still moving. Yeah. We haven't stopped moving, mm-hmm. but it has become a little bit easier. Like you said, in the beginning, it was hard. Mm-hmm. But now, like you said, it's become easier. Mm-hmm. And so that and, and it's like that with any transition, yeah. you know, it becomes easier. Like even getting used to, like I said, if God said, okay, hey, you got to go move to a whole different place and you don't know nobody. Right. We know plenty of couples who've had to do that. Mm-hmm. When it first started out, they didn't know anybody. But after a while, the longer you live there, it becomes a little bit easier. But what's good, too, is when it comes to our roles, and this is really where we have to to dig into that pace car, right? This is yeah. where we have to you know, commune with the Holy Spirit where we have to read the word because, you know, we have to really take our personalities out of it because we can get really caught up in how fast Mm -hmm. our spouse should be moving. Right. Um, You should be further along than this. You should be doing more than this. You should be so-and-so than this. And whether that's true or not, at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit, that pace car, is dictating the pace of the whole race. Yeah. <laughs> right? And not us, and not our anxiety, our desire to hit a goal, our desire to move past things, our desire to do things, the perceived ambitions we have. All those things, yeah. no matter what they may be, 
they still have to be governed by the pace of the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is always governed by the word of God, right? So God God holds his word above his name. So at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is not going to tell you anything that is outside of the governance of the word. Yeah. And there's agreement in, in the Holy Spirit. And so once again, like you said, if you feel like your spouse is behind or sometimes we feel like our spouse is ahead of us mm-hmm. or whatever, like you said, you got to be able to have that conversation with the Holy Spirit, who is the pacer card to say, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You know, because if you're not engaging the Holy Spirit with those types of conversations, then that to me is where the conflict yeah. happens. You know, that's not even a challenge. That's that's just the conflict mm-hmm. of that that comes up in, in, in transition because... Um, our pacing is off. Our pace, we're, we're just not on the same page about it. And we're not paying attention to the flags, exactly. right? So so exactly. the Holy Spirit is giving us flags to say it's yellow. Everybody needs to go. It's caution, right? Yeah. There's there's things going on here. Or it's red. The race is not, nobody's racing right now, right? Because yeah. um, the Holy Spirit is aware of our situation and every situation that's peripheral to us. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. so our desire to say, wow, there's a moment here where we can get ahead. You know, we can get some, you know, we can, we can get some traction. We can get yeah. some traction. We can go. You just, if you was just on board, we could have jumped, we could have leapfrogged this thing. Well, if the Holy Spirit isn't saying it's leapfrog time, you need to move at that pace. So, And that's hard. It's very difficult. It's hard because, you know, we feel like, okay, well, like you said, especially if I'm the one feels like, well, I know what the Holy Spirit is saying. And it's like, okay, well, what did he say to your spouse? Yeah. Well, that that's for those of us that have been given the gift of vision, right? It's very, very difficult because not only do we have the vision, we see the next state, yeah. right? And we see it and taste it like mm-hmm. it's tomorrow, yeah. right? And because of that, we can get, get overwhelmed with the desire to chase after that vision to the point where we will sort of ignore what God has put around us, right? Yeah. That we have to consider, mm-hmm. right? Moses could not go to the promised land by himself. That right. would have been a failure. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? He had yeah. to take the whole nation, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Millions of people. <laughs> Millions of so... people in various mindsets. So yeah. then so then, God is not going to cause us in ministry to say, I need to get divorced from my wife in order to pursue this vision. No, yeah. that's that's not the word, nor that's the character of God. So. Yeah. So as we dig into it, what are some of the things we need to consider um, when we think about pacing? Well, like you said, how and when we move. Mm -hmm. So like I say, even when you just talked about Moses, you know, they had to consider, okay, how do we move? When do we place our tents and we sit for a while? And when do we move? When is it safe to move? Because Mm -hmm. they were still moving, you know, amongst all these other nations. Yeah. That, that were fully aware of who they were and was ready to do war with them and all these other things. But once again, that was one of the things that they definitely had to consider. Yeah. And so I think even for us as couples, you know, that's a conversation yeah. about how and when do do we move. Yeah. You know, that, that just has to be a conversation. One of the things that you're going to out there constantly hear us come back to is things are going to lead to conversations. Yes. Um, really, this is not magic. This is not, uh, there's not, not a secret. Magic. It's going to be a baseline of conversations with your spouse, mm-hmm. conversations with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. through prayer, yeah. um, conversations with those in your trusted inner circle mm-hmm. um, about their experiences on this topic. We yes. have to talk. I think you got to say that part again, because <laughs> sometimes we get real nervous about bringing in other people. But once again, like you said, you've moved away. You know, you've experienced a loss. You know, what what was that like? Yeah. You know, to be able to have those levels of 
of conversations and not that we match it, but sometimes it's just good to hear, to hear how somebody else got through it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's get it real. The enemy's trick is for you to minimize the amount of tools and resources you have available to you. Right. So if the enemy can convince you that you need to keep everything close to the vest Mm -hmm. because the well-abled people that God has equipped around you to help you cannot because they may let loose your information. He has just been successful in stifling you and your forward progress because that person may have a bit of information to be able to accelerate your transition. Right. Or at least to avoid calamity along the path. Mm -hmm. But we have to be open to that, whatever the Holy Spirit says. And you have to be able to trust that um, that, that whatever your spouse is saying. Because to me, Mm -hmm. that that goes into one of the challenges. Because challenges, when challenges do come up, that also dictates how and when we move. So if I don't trust that you hear from the Holy Spirit yeah. or, you know, if, if I'm allowing um, past things that have happened yeah. to now put in my head that, okay, y'all know what you said God said to go, but I don't really believe you because yeah. now here we are and, and that's not even true. That's always going to be a challenge to to how we transition to to the next place. Well, we have to own all of that. We right? do. We have we to do. own all that because there's a piece of, there's a piece of that that says, okay, man, I, don't, I have a trust issue. I also have to look at and say, have I trained you that whenever I want something, I can I can blame it on God and get my way, yes. right? And then when everything sort of you know goes cuckoo, <laughs> you know, right. Then now you have a track record of me using God as a way to get. My, yeah. my way through yeah. when really it was just a strong desire in my heart mm-hmm. and I had had God co-sign on it, right? right. Whether he did or not. Yeah. So, so I've once done again, that before. Yeah, yeah, like we, I said, when you feel like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just have God co-sign on it because you know <laughs> that I'm spiritual, you know, right. you you just take it, you're like, okay, well, as soon as she used the God card, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going with it. I got to go with you it, know, right? We're going to move then. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Well, well, those are the challenges that yeah. we have to own, right? Mm-hmm. We have to because, because once again, we 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 can't we we can't mess up the credibility bank with our spouse, right? By misusing our spirituality in order to get our way or our desires, right? right? We really, really have to be careful mm-hmm. with that. So, not only trusting, but visiting what we've done to either build or or yeah. or hurt our trust. Because I was gonna say the opposite side of that is the opportunity stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because once again, I can still come to you and say, "Well, honey, I really believe this is what God wants us to do." That's right. an opportunity for us. It is to walk out. On faith. Yeah, let's let's walk out on yeah, faith, and not only go. that, let's 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 judge that, right? Yeah, let's absolutely. let's talk to some trusted people. Let's talk to a prophet. Let's talk to our pastor. Yeah. Hey, here's what we're considering. Here's what you know. Lana believes God has said to her. Can you pray for us about yeah. this, right? Um, That's th- so key. I like what you said. Let's judge that. Yeah. You know, like you said, let, let's talk to somebody else because most of the time, like you said, in marriage, that's not what we do. Right. You know, we just we just like, hey, we're going to move and this is what we're doing and we're not going to really talk to anybody about it and see what else the Holy Spirit might be saying. Right. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, yeah, if, if the greats in the Bible were, were subject to judge. Right. If the prophet yeah. says, you know, th- these are these are the men called of God did miracles and they said, OK, we need to judge the word. Mm-hmm. Then we can't go to our spouse and say, God said and then say that they can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then we'd mm-hmm. make our we make ourselves higher than those that God has actually appointed in Absolutely. the Bible. You know, yeah. so no, all of it should we should have we have the right to try it. Right. Yeah. To test it. Right. We to, do. Yeah. You know. So, so here's another thing, and we just mix some of it into it. So there's, there's internal factors and there's external factors that we have to think about during transitions. 
sometimes there are things that are literally out of our control. Um, If we, once again, go back to our race analogy, sometimes the condition of the track is not such that we can race. Sometimes somebody that was racing with us has had an accident and there's Mm -hmm. danger. And so the pacer sets the pace around what's going on. Mm And I think when we start to look at those those factors, or at least when we start to consider factors, we have to say, okay, is it an internal factor? Is it us? Or is it something outside of our control that we need to adjust to Mm -hmm. versus being frustrated about it? Because those things that you can't control, there's no sense in being frustrated about it. It's just a matter of how do we work around it, deal with it, understand it, manage against it, hear from the Holy Spirit on how to move with it. Because once again, I think even like you said, with those external factors, if, you know, if we're talking about it, then we get to see opportunities. Yeah. You know, that's how I kind of looked at COVID. Like yeah. COVID was like, okay, that's a big external factor that shut down the world. It did. You know, but also what people realized was there were so many different opportunities, even though there were challenges, but there were so many opportunities that came out of COVID. It did. I mean, if you look at ministries and their media, yeah, it like blew up. Everybody became broadcast mm-hmm. level. Um, through COVID, right? Yeah. To the point where people go, I, I remember a pastor sharing this with me saying, when folks came back to church, they didn't get the level of interactivity that they got <laughs> online. Yeah. You know, even though we're in the house together, it was like the media was so over the top, the the illustrations, the videos, the music, the demonstration, all those things would, you know, it was very hard to adjust to just a service, even mm-hmm. though as, you know, as Christians, we enjoy being in house. God, it was just, it was different. Yeah. Right. And so, but it was an opportunity. And I think a lot of ministries expanded their reach mm-hmm. and their ability to reach other people as part of their normal operations versus yeah. something we do. Yeah, because I think even in marriage, I mean, think about it. I mean, you you were already working from home, you know, and so I was always going to work every day. But then once again, once COVID happened, now I'm I'm at home. Now that has some challenges, but it also has some opportunities. Mm -hmm. Hey, we can have breakfast together. (laughs) Right, right, right. We can have more conversations, you know, like I said. So when I come home, it's not like late in the day, Mm -hmm. you know. Now, some couples didn't make it. Yeah. But because why? Because it was very challenging. They didn't get to see the checkered flag because those challenges of now us being in the same space together was was too much. Yeah. Instead of figuring out how do I take this challenge and now make it into an opportunity because we have shifted. Yeah. Because I think that's sometimes too. Like I said, that was an unexpected shift. But even when the unexpected shifts come up, there are going to be challenges, but how do I take that challenge and now make it into an opportunity for us? So another opportunity is really looking at those things inside of us, yes. right? these internal mm-hmm. factors. Yeah. When we go through a change or a transition, we really don't know ourselves until we're put under stress. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> when we're put under stress, we start to understand what makes us anxious, what we really have faith in, Mm-hmm. What we're confident about, right. what we're not so confident about, what we believe about ourselves, absolutely, what we believe about our spouse. Um, it, it is uh, it is one of these things where these ex- internal factors can really dictate the pace of how we yeah. move. Um, and I know for me, it's fear. Yeah, you know, like I said, when I get afraid, oh, I'm. I'm 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 throwing out I'm not even throwing out the yellow flag. I'm throwing out the red flag. I'm like, let's just stop and yeah, we, we don't even have to move. We're not moving. We're not moving at all. Yeah. And so, but even though the pace of car is still moving, I'm like, oh no, we 
Yeah, I see a red flag. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to get the red flag and and I'm and I'm throwing it. But what I have realized is and and I think we've once again, internal factors have to be talked about. Yeah. Because once I say to you, well, well honey, when I'm when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I get afraid. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct is to pull back. Mm-hmm. And I have to trust that you're like, okay, it's okay. We we can both go we can go together afraid. Mm-hmm. But this is not the moment for us to stop. Right. We still have to keep going. It's kind of like when we were in that car. <laughs> we did some off-roading. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, Andre an, thinks it was wonderful. It's another, another story <laughs> for another day. Yes. <laughs> we'll tell yeah, that on we'll our tell next that one. that on another one. <laughs> but, but once again, she had to lean into trust. I did. That was the only thing she could lean into because yeah. she was completely freaked out. Right. I from, wanted us to stay on the side of the road. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But but those internal factors are yeah. real. So so if um to your earlier point of mistrust. Yeah. If if I just don't trust things like passive aggressiveness shows up. Yeah. Where I look That's like true. where I look like I'm for a thing, but I'm not really for a thing. Yeah. And so I'm just gonna play along until your thing blows up. Because yeah. I don't believe in it in the first place. Right. But I'm going to feign uh uh, acceptance, participation. Yeah. I'm gonna feign support mm-hmm. until it falls apart, like I expect it to. Right. And that is just as toxic as me just blowing the thing up, right. <laughs> because I'm doing things. I'm doing everything with skepticism, right. and and, and our, we really weren't moving. We're really not moving. Are we even right. moving as one flesh? Yeah, right? that's true. Because uh, yeah. we're not right. I'm yeah. I'm actually a contrary force. I'm actually yeah. cancerous. Exactly. To our transition, right. because I'm something that doesn't believe in what we're doing. And let's just be honest, I'm definitely not praying for it to be no, moving either. No, I'm not I mean, praying. That, yeah. That's not on my prayer <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah. So those internal factors really need to be understood. And, and they need to be, some of those things you can talk about, some of the things you don't even know you have. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. You know, if you're if you're the type of individual that grew up in a family that it's not really exhortative and, and not really about affirmation, you don't even, you may not even know that you don't have an affirming spirit. Yeah. And you need to talk to some folks about, man, I, I just have a hard time saying good job or mm-hmm. have a hard time saying you could do it. I yeah. have a hard time being a cheerleader or a coach. Because all of that helps the pace. Yeah. Because yeah. if I feel like you're affirming me, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, we can keep on with this thing. This, yeah, you know, what I didn't think was going to work. Okay, well, yeah, let's let's keep going with it. That's kind of like how I feel about us doing these episodes. Because at first, <laughs> everybody remembers the first time we started out, and Andre said, there's my wife with the <laughs> deer in the, the headlights. headlights yeah. I don't have that anymore. Why? Because he's like, we're doing okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, you know. And so that's what keeps me coming back, even even doing this, you know, he's, you know, those internal factors on the inside, he's like, it's okay, it's fine. You know, so that encouragement is what keeps me, keeps me showing up all the time. Yeah. Versus uh, that cartoon from the seventies, we'll never make it. Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. never make it. Exactly. Gulliver. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> yeah that, <I'm> so old. <laughs> somebody out there identifies with that. <laughs> So that's really it, y'all. Really talking about the pacing. I know we dumped a lot on you in a very short amount of time, but this pacing topic is big. It is big. And uh, we really want to bring this home by bringing on a couple that really, um, I think, is embodied the whole idea of understanding the various pacings, Yes. not only with what God has given them to do, mm-hmm. but each other's pacings. Yes. And, and none of us are perfect, right? We're yeah. all still learning. Um, but there's stories of overcoming, there's stories of still working through, and yeah. there's stories of challenges, right? There's all of that. So yeah. we look forward to that. Yeah, we do. 
So, so stay tuned because we're not even gonna we're gonna be surprised and really um, happy about the couple we bring on. Absolutely, yeah. you are. So once again, you all safe in the house uh, on Gmail. Uh, safe in the house at gmail.com. I got all tongue twisted. <laughs> safe in the house at gmail.com on Facebook and Instagram at safe in the house. Um, follow us on there. Like this video. Share this video. Subscribe. Um, and, and and if you haven't looked at any other videos, please go back and look at some of the other videos. You know, like I said, this is episode six, but like you said, we we have five other ones. So like you said, if this is your first time watching, please go back and check out um, some of the other videos. There's nuggets for you. Yeah. So with that, with that, I'm saying goodbye, goodbye to our good people. We love, love you. Guys. Peace. <laughs> She's saying peace now. I know. With See, me. I, at first I was like, I'll never say that. <laughs>